Attention. It's real talk about everything for the home. Let's get ready. For homeowners, it's a conversation that includes news, tips, do-it-yourself advice, and a behind-the-scenes look into the trade. I think this is great. Yes. Yes, it is. From LCS Heating and Cooling, this is Talkin' Trades. Real talk with Renee Lucas. Hi there, and welcome to Talkin' Trades. I'm your host, Renee Lucas, from LCS Heating and Cooling, here for real talk about the trades and your home. My husband and co-owner of LCS, Travis Lucas, is here again today for part two of our two-part series of Working in the Trades. Hey, Travis. Hey, I got roped back in for part two. (laughs) Yes, you did. Well, today we're discussing how to know if the trades is the right career for you and how to get started. All right, Travis, so let's start with you and kind of your story. So tell us a little bit about your plans after high school, if you have any, and what led you to the HVAC world. Okay, so yeah, I actually had no plans after high school. Um, didn't have really a desire to go to college due to the fact that I I wasn't real good in high school. I was C's and you could throw some D's in there. And that's Ooh. a God honest <laughs> truth. So I'm not I'm not pulling any punches here. I... I I had no path, and I was like, I saw my friends going off to, I guess, what you want to call real colleges, the four-year college. I don't, Indiana, Purdue, out of state, didn't really matter, but um, I had no plan. So, what did you do? Like, when you graduated, did you just stay at home, or what did you do? uh, No, I I moved to Indianapolis from southern Indiana, and I I did landscaping, which, very hard work, and I did did enjoy it, but it was very hard work. So, I, I just... I don't know what got me to the point of looking at HVAC, but knowing that, man, that stuff's not going away, and you always need air conditioning, you always need heat, and when it's not there, you're in top demand. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So that's kind of yeah. what got me to that point of, I want to look at something that I don't have to worry about, and it's not as backbreaking as landscaping. And that's the, yeah, landscaping is tough work. I mean, it's beautiful. I, we'll pass home still, and you'll say, I put those trees in. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it does make you proud to look at a job you did. So. Yeah, absolutely. So think, in thinking about HVAC, so once you kind of got that in your head, like, I might want to explore this, did somebody tell you, because you went to Ivy Tech. Yeah. Did somebody tell you about Ivy Tech, or do you remember how you kind of found out about it? I'm not sure. I mean, it's been a long time. Yeah, it, once again, <laughs> yeah, you heard from the part one, it's yes. been a long time. Yes. Um, I don't know. Okay, so on that path, so let's skip the part that we can't remember. Yeah. Um, so on that path, you were working full-time, so you got another full-time job. You went to school in the evenings. Yes, I was go- I was working full-time, actually, at a furniture store to start with. Uh, you're 9 to 5, 40 hours, and then from 6 to 10 at night, three nights a week, I was up at Ivy Tech. Okay. So that's the one nice thing about trade schools in general is they do offer a lot of evening classes because they're expecting that a lot of their students are working yeah. full time. And so you do work. It, I mean, it is tiring. Like it's we have one of our um, one of our apprentices right now is an Ivy Tech and he works all day and then he goes to school a couple nights during the evening. So it is a it is a little bit of a hardship during that time. But it's also you're looking at generally about two years. Yeah. Yeah, to get your certification. So when we're talking about HVAC, Travis, tell me a little bit about, like, how do you know if the trades might be a great fit for you? And let's let's just recap quickly from part one. We were talking about the trades could be HVAC, plumbing, electrical, landscaping, construction work. You know, there could be a, a, a wide range of what we're talking about here. But, you know, you talked a little bit about 
when you were in high school and you're like, man, I wasn't like an A student, right? And so I don't know if I'm the right fit for a four-year college. What are some other things that you knew about yourself that kind of led you to this path? Uh, definitely book smart was kind of led me that way because I wasn't the, the, I wasn't the A student. I wasn't the B student. Um, was it for, okay, let me ask you this. Was it for lack of trying? Is it because you weren't doing your work and that's why you were getting C's or uh, is it just because? Probably the, the, just being able to focus and being inside again. Uh, we, we, we touched on it on part one. Being inside was not my thing. So being inside of school all day kind of made me, you know, antsy, I guess. Okay. That ADD to where I, I have a hard time focusing. Really shocking. Yeah. <laughs> so I, di- I, I don't like that, the, the feeling of being inside a building all day. And that kind of led me to how can I be outside, you know, and inside somebody's house, in and out, in and out. And HVAC was one of them. Okay, so that's something to know about yourself. If you feel like you don't have that that focus to, I mean, that really takes like a, a desk type job out for you or sitting in front of a computer or yes. something like that. It, it kind of takes it out for you. Absolutely, even a factory. And there's nothing wrong with factory work. We need those kind of people because they've got to do that job. There's so much factory work in the United States. I'm just not one of them. Right. Because you're in one place all day. Right, and that was just hard for you. Yeah. Okay, so what about, you know, we talk about, like, mechanically inclined. I mean, what does that really mean? Um, you just working with your hands and being able to figure things out, even at your house. If, you, if you're a type of person that wants to try to fix things at your house, or you fix a motorcycle that you have, mm-hmm. or a boat, or your car, you're mechanically inclined. Okay, so I guess when I think of myself, <laughs> when I think about having to fix something, I'm like, ugh. That's the last thing I want to do, and I want—I I don't even want to attempt it. And so I'm definitely not mechanically inclined. I mean, I'll change a light bulb or something like that, but it's not something that I want to do. I'll let it go for a long time. With you, you generally jump on it pretty quick because you like—you just like the hands-on. Well, part challenge. of it is part of it's the nagging, so I have to. There's no nagging over here. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, it's the, sometimes it's a challenge. It, it's can I do it? Okay. So you talked a little bit, too, about not knowing if a four-year college was the right fit for you. So four-year college, I mean, I went to a four-year college. It was a good fit for me, but it's not for everybody. And I think you do. You see your friends going off, and and you feel like that's what you have to do. Or, you know, maybe there's the military, or maybe there's getting a full-time job right away, but then there's also trade school. So here in Indy, you know, we hear mostly about Ivy Tech or Fortis College. Mm-hmm. Both have HVAC certifications in them. Yeah. Um, what about in high school? Is there anything anybody can do in high school? There are schools um, around Indy. Warren, I know. Um, uh, I'm Arsenal, I think. Arsenal Tech, Yeah, yep. I think they have a constructions trade school, and I wish more schools would, would train it. That's awesome because then I think they take part of their school day, right? Yeah. And they go and start learning the trade. Yes. So definitely, you know, check out, you know, I know one of our installers went through Warren's program yeah. that they have, and it's a great program. So, you know, check out those things if you are in high school or you have a, a son or a daughter that's in high school and, you know, that they're just struggling a little bit with the book work and schools and things like that. It could be a great way to get them some hands-on training as well. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So let's talk a little bit about how to get started. So if we're going to trade school, I mean, that's literally just enrolling in a program, correct? Yes. Okay, and so there's different, we talked a little bit about online schooling. There's a lot of online schooling right now. Everything's not held in person. That's fine. 
that's fine. You can always learn something, even if you pick up one little nugget of information that you didn't know. However, when you're talking the trades, hands-on experience is so important. Absolutely. Um, I have to, it, it, it has to be, I, I've got to have a visual in front of me. Uh, books, you can, I can do the exact same thing in a book, but if it's hands-on, I'm going to learn much quicker. Okay. So at what point, say somebody decides to enroll at, you know, one of the trade schools. So they're enrolled. At what point should they start looking for a job in the industry? Um, I would give it a couple months, maybe a six months to find out, do you truly want to do this? Oh, that's so because that's going to require it's going to require money out of your pocket when you finally get a job to start buying those tools that we talked about in the first series to find out you don't like this. So therefore, you may want to give it six months and you get a little bit of experience under your belt from the schooling side and then talk to your teacher. Reach out to companies and see, you know, try to get your foot in the door. And then if you truly like it, go for it. Okay, so most companies are usually pretty willing to work around school schedules. Absolutely. The, the companies we know in Indy, everybody does. Yeah, because they, you know, they want you, if, if, especially if you're driven and you have that initiative to go to school, they want you to go. Yeah. Okay, and so even though, you know, part of schooling is, even in the trades, part of it is going to be classroom work, and it is going to be book work, and, and you do have to have some basics, like your, your math and your English and things like that. Um, you know, it's, it's something that... I, it's it's funny, not funny, is Travis has always talked about, you know, what a horrible student he was, and I was never good in school, and I was a dumb student and everything else. He is so intelligent when it comes to ductwork design and math and everything, and there's a big mathematical proponent to that and to being able to do that. And so just because, you know, if you know somebody that feels like they're a horrible student or they feel like they're not smart or something like that, you know, really seriously look at the trades because it is definitely a skill and there are so many different skill sets within skill sets even, mm-hmm. depending on what what trade you go into, what department within that industry you're in, there's so much opportunity to look at. Yeah, the stuff I struggle with in school, I now am pretty darn good at and I learned it through the experience in HVAC in so many words. Yeah, and it's you're applying it different. Uh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. You're not doing a train from Toledo across <laughs> to Missouri and who's going to get there first. You're not doing that, but you are doing some math, and it, it, it it's come a long way. I will say this. I cannot read a tape measure like Travis. So I went to a four-year college. Travis did not go to a four-year college. I cannot read a tape measure like he can read a tape measure. That all the teeny tiny lines, he knows what all of those are, and I don't. And so, you know, she counts up from one to sixteen. <laughs> yes. And so, you know, you look at it, and you know, anybody could easily say like, "Oh, how can you not know that? You went to school for four years." You know, it doesn't. It comes down to that stuff doesn't matter. It does Co- not matter. Correct. Don't. I always look down on not going to college for yourself. For myself. Yes. And I thought, wow. You know, in so many words, I hate to say this, but wow, what a loser. You're, you're not going to a four-year college. Ultimately, we made a great living for ourselves. Yeah. If through HVAC, through a two-year college, and it just takes experience to get up there, and you can make a lot of money in this. Yeah, it, it takes some initiative. It takes yeah. a drive. Um, I will say this, and this is a huge, I don't know what the percentage is, but I know it's a big percentage. I went to a four-year college and asked me if I'm doing what my degree is in. You are not. I am not. I, t- I talked to her dad about that all the time. Mm-hmm. I, I want to say wasted money. <laughs> <laughs> it so. was not. It was not. <laughs> but but you get my point. Like, we are, we're doing what Travis is 
trade school degree is in, we are not doing what my degree is in, right? Now, yes, four-year college helps with the business side of things and things like that, but my degree is not in business. No, we, right? had, we so, did not have that. No, no. So just something to think about is it's a, it is an avenue for anybody that feels like, I don't want to do this, or I'm not qualified to do this, or I'm not smart enough to do this. I promise you, you are. It's just not an overnight thing, guys. That's the thing to remember. It takes time. It takes You have to put your time in. Well, and I think when we look at HVAC as well, something to think about is it's seasonal, okay? So this is how it does differ a little bit from plumbing and electrical and, and construction is... You, you know, right now we're in we're in winter and we're getting ready to transition into summer. And so as an entry level or even a mid-level technician or installer, as you have advanced through the winter and you're learning all this stuff about furnaces and all this stuff and you feel like, yeah, I got it. Well, then we're going to switch over into AC and we're working on a completely different type of equipment. And it's like you're starting all over again. That's frustrating for people. It, that's year for year, too. It takes a, it takes a long time to grasp that and roll with it year after year. Yeah. And then you factor in technology oh. and how technology changes or there's now a new refrigerant that we have to look at and, and all of that stuff. And it really, you know, there's ongoing training. You can be in the field for 20 years and I guarantee there's still something new to learn. Oh, I'm lagging on technology. Let's be honest. If a, mm -hmm. the Wi-Fi doesn't connect, I can't <laughs> remember a password. I get derailed. <laughs> I can fix your furnace, but I can't get the thermostat to work. Yes. All so, because of the Wi-Fi connection. Yes. Yes. All right, so I want to touch on for just a second women in the trade. So March is Women's History Month, which is super awesome. And when we talk about women in the trades, we're talking, most people think of the traditional office position, right? The so receptionist. The receptionist, the secretary, the assistant, the yeah. something like that, right? Now, office positions, Gretchen and Samantha and I, anytime we interview for a position, we're like, okay, let's be real on how un- traditionally office like this is it's just crazy it can be chaos sometimes when it's 90 degrees outside and the phones are completely blowing up um you've got technicians that need some different things somebody in the warehouse needs something the playhouse is calling the customers are calling we've got the dispatch board to watch. i mean there's just so much that's going on in the office right and it's been traditionally a woman's role is what most people think of however women in the field is something that's really growing and so as of I don't know what the date is, but the last statistic I saw was that less than 2% of field workers were women. And so that is growing, though, and has been growing significantly over the last couple of years. So, Travis, in your position or in your opinion, you know, I mean, it's definitely a male-dominated industry. And not only HVAC, but also construction and electrical and plumbing and everything else. Do you think there's a place for women in the field? Absolutely. Um, the stereotype is... It's a man's world in the trades, and you have to be ha you have to have brute strength to do this, to that. You don't have to have brute strength to turn an adjustable wrench. You don't have to have brute strength to read a meter. Um, it's 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 definitely got to be hard on women to even try to grasp that role and break into it, and it shouldn't be that way. No, absolutely not. Do you think women can make the same wage that a Abs man makes? More. It's not about it's not about who you are. It's about what you know. And what you do and how you learn and exactly. all that stuff. Exactly, how you treat people. So one of the um, one of our maintenance technicians is a woman. We are so excited that she, and she, very similar story to Travis. You know, she's like, man, I just, I don't, I can't sit still. I want to be someplace different every day. She likes working with her hands. Um, she's like five 
five foot tall. Uh, <laughs> probably four nine. Maybe, maybe four, four yeah. ten. I think she's four twelve. <laughs> she might be four twelve. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's one simple solution for that. Like we carry, she carries a step stool on her because there are some furnaces where she can't reach the filter or something like that. <laughs> that or there's is stuff true. But you know, there's a solution for that. You just carry a step stool. Who cares if you're not five foot ten or something? You know. Yeah. Yeah, there's dollies if you're not the strongest person in the world. There's, I mean, there's men out there that are not very strong that are great in the trades. You've got, you know, two-man crews. There's dollies out there. There's lifts, whatever. So don't let, you know, a physical trait keep you back, right? Yeah. Okay. Now, that being said, HVAC construction, like, it is a physically demanding job. That it is. And at that point, you find out what is too physically demanding and you don't go that route in those trades you go a different route right so something to think about even in like doing a maintenance um doing a maintenance service at somebody's house like that is gen that is done on an operating system okay so we're not going in to diagnose we're not going in to install something new however i can't tell you the number of times we've gotten a pictures and it's like i've suddenly turned into a landscaper because i can't find the air conditioner amongst all these bushes and trees yeah. and everything else and so that can even be a little physically demanding trying to maneuver your way back somewhere or yeah. you're in a you're in a tight space or something like that yep. Okay, so just think about if you have, um, if you are a woman or you have a daughter or, you know, you have a friend or something that just isn't sure what path they want to take career-wise, don't forget about the trades. Don't forget about the trades. It doesn't matter if you're a man or you're a woman. It's a great, there's so many, again, so many opportunities. You could start in the field and go into a management position even, right? Um, You could start in a management position and decide, you know what, this is not for me. There's too much desk time here. I want to get back out in the field. Just something to think about. Okay. Now, let's talk about the biggest challenges for employers, okay? Um, A clean driving record. So here's the thing, guys. If you want to get into the trades, you are very, very likely going to be driving a company vehicle, okay? If you are an employee of a company, you are going to be driving a a company vehicle. In order to be able to do that, you have to be insurable, okay? Travis, what are reasons that you may not be insurable? A ton of speeding tickets yep okay um, traffic violations in general so even like that seatbelt violation right like if you have too many seatbelt violations along with speeding tickets it all adds up correct okay the big one uh duis duis oh my goodness duis <laughs> okay and i have to say the other thing is street racing i never knew that was as big of a thing as it is but we've had so many people that have had traffic citations and tickets and things like that because of street racing guys just stop (laughs) okay just stop doing it because if you want a career there's some responsibility that goes along with that and part of that responsibility is having a valid driver's license yeah now duis are a big deal like most most companies insurance is not going to want to cover you if you've had a dui in the past seven years yeah okay and so we have i mean we personally have interviewed Um, Some people that would be great technicians. They're great people, but they've had DUIs on their record, and they cannot drive a company vehicle. They can't get insured, which in essence means you can't drive, which means you can't do HVAC. Right, right. (laughs) It's cut and dry. Doesn't matter what your skill set is. Again, we've um, we've had people who've said, hey, I can have somebody that can bring me to work every day, though. It just doesn't work. No. It just doesn't work. There's too many times where you could have... You could have your day set on what it looks like, and then it changes, and then all of a sudden you have to go. Or if you're on the maintenance and service side, and you're in three to three to five to six homes a day, you have to have transportation. Your transportation has to be a company vehicle. Okay, it's yep. cut and dry. Uh, drug test. 
passing a drug test. Yep. Pretty, once again, cut and dry. Yeah, you got to be able to do it. Got to be able to do it. Don't use drugs. <laughs> well, and, and don't don't lie about it in the interview. <laughs> yes. Don't waste your time. Don't waste our time. Yeah. If you're not going to pass it, great. This doesn't work out. Okay, so let's talk about pot because there's always that thing. It was like, well, it's just pot sort of thing, right? And what happens if Indiana gets to a point where they legalize it, right? Well, it's no different than alcohol. Just because alcohol is legal, that doesn't mean you can come to work drunk. Or you can't, like, go have some beers at lunch. <laughs> exactly. And that topic is brought up. Well, what if they legalize it? Well, you can drink beer, but you can't drink beer at work. Right. It's the same thing with smoking pot, right? Like, let's not do that at 6 a.m. on our way to work. Or let's not do that on our lunch hour. Because... And I do... When I'm, I'm on the road early, and I will smell pot up... I don't know how many days out of the year. And I'm thinking to myself, where are you going? If you're going to work, you're doing this. Why? Why? Yes. And I think, okay, so this is just, again, this is just our opinion. But at some point, at some point, do we, like, not take responsibility and kind of grow up a little bit and, yeah. like, not smoke pot every day? <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, that's just my opinion. But especially, like, if you have a career and you're, you're operating that way or you're, you're driving a company, a vehicle, and, and you're knowingly high and it's just pot, as everybody says, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But it's still, like, if something happens that you fail a drug test, say you're in a car accident and you fail a drug test and it's just pot that you fail, the insurance company or the workers comp is not going to cover that claim. No. There's a lot of liability at stake, which yep. is why people are such sticklers about it. Absolutely. And employers are. The other thing to think about in our field, you're working in with gas and electric almost every single day. Power tools. Yeah. You're climbing ladders. You're yeah. on roofs. Yeah. I mean, it's endless. Um, I don't want to lose an arm. No, plumbing, if you're like replacing a sewer or something, you could, ha you could be in like a tunnel, like a trench. Like a, what's that called? <laughs> a tunnel, not a tunnel. Not a tunnel. What that, is that, that called? That sewer line that you're digging, yes. Yeah, you could be down there digging and there's walls of dirt that could cave in on you. Yes, yes. Like you have to be on your A game yes. all the time. Absolutely. And so just know that if you want to get in the trades, you know, there are some companies, especially like your bigger companies, um, they are going to drug test. They're going to drug test on hire. They're going to do random, random drug tests. Yeah, yes. And so just expect that and know that that can happen. Yep. Okay. Um, clean background check. So this is a big one. Guys, how basic does this sound? I mean, the stuff that we're going over, you're like, what? This doesn't have anything to do with HVAC. Uh, but this is the biggest reason. These are the, the four things that we're going to talk about right here are the four biggest reasons why people can't get jobs in the trades. Or why we can't find people in the trades. Yeah. It's, it's a problem. Yeah. Okay. So a clean background check. So the thing to remember is that you are going into people's homes. Right. And so you cannot have um, things on your record, especially like violent crimes. Felonies. Yes. It, it, you could be the you could be the nicest person. Somehow you got a felony because of what if. But you have a felony and it's you, you can't. No, it's just it's a it's a liability thing for um, for companies because you're going into people's homes. Um, Google to be Google guaranteed. Everybody has to go through a background check. And so if you fail that background check, or if you, it's not failing it, I yeah. guess, but if something pops up on your background check, then that means the whole entire company cannot get Google guaranteed. And that's not a company thing. That's a Google thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a, yeah, that's not a company rule. That is a Google rule. Yeah. <laughs> and so those are things that affect the whole company, even though it's just on you, right? And now here's what to say. There's a lot of people that, that have a felony or have gone to prison and they come out and they are completely different people, right? And we absolutely believe that those people should have opportunities to work Correct. and to make a living and to turn their life around 100%. Some, some work in the trades, 
you may be able to get hired on and it's fine. So new construction yeah. or something like that, because you're working, your, your work environment is just a little bit different, right? Yeah. But when you're truly in people's homes or you've got a company that, that does need to be Google guaranteed, like it could be a deal breaker. Yep. Okay. The last one is attendance. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Where do you start? <laughs> oh man. Here's the thing, guys. You need to, you need to show up. Okay. You need what? to, you need to come to work. You need to be there for the interview. If you say you're going to be, I don't, I don't understand. You don't No. Mm -hmm. the way you, you have a career and you make a living is to go to work. Oh, that's how that works. <laughs> that's how that works. Okay. Okay. That's a big one, guys. It is. It's a big one. It's as much as it's just one day here, one day there. It's, it's a burden on a company. Yes. So think about this. Again, we are a service company. And What's so that mean? what does that mean? Travis, what does that mean? We are a service company. That means when someone calls, we go. Yes. <laughs> and so it means that somebody doesn't have heat. They don't have air conditioning. They don't have plumbing. Okay. Oh, uh, plumbing. Can you imagine if your toilet backs up in your house or the and, sewer line backs up? And your plumber called in. Yeah. Well, he called in today. Can we come tomorrow? No, you can't come tomorrow. I'm calling somebody else then, right? Yeah. Or what happens if your your backup sump pump quits working and your basement floods? Like, we are a service industry, and so you have to be at work. Yes. <laughs> so there's always plan time off. There's always things that happen here and there. But um, for whatever reason, in the trades overall, we really struggle with solid attendance. And so it's one of the deal breakers. Again, you can be, we had, we had an installer who was a fantastic installer. He was great. He was a great person. He missed literally like every other Monday. And so when we had to part ways and he was like, oh, I'm the best installer here. Well, great. You're not because yeah. you're not here. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So it's just those things that think in mind. So a, so a clean driving record, being able to pass a drug test, a clean background check, and solid attendance. Those are the biggest four deal breakers working in the trades. It has nothing to do with skill set. It has nothing to do whether you're a good person, you're not a good person. It has nothing to do with any of that. It's those four things. Okay. They're simple. They are. They are so simple. So just keep that in mind. Yep. Now, that's going to kind of lead us into our last final point here. Do you want a paycheck or do you want a career? Okay. So Travis, like, what, let's talk about the difference. Like, what is a career to you? A career to me ultimately is, you know, when I get done doing HVAC, and I'm talking about when I retire, what did I do through my years? Yeah. What did I accomplish? What can you be what proud of? What can I accomplish? Yeah. yeah. What have I done? A paycheck was what I got when I was working at JC down in Seymour. I got <laughs> right. a paycheck every yeah. Friday. Yeah. I needed money. Yeah. Career and paycheck are two totally different things. Absolutely. So when I think of a career for myself, I think of it's my purpose, right? So for me, it's like, it's my purpose. What are my goals in life? What do I want to accomplish? What do I want my lifestyle to look like? You know, how do I, how can I grow? How can I continue to, you know, achieve new things? You're going to be able to do that with a career and you can do that with a career in the trades. Would you agree? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, a lot of our team, they've done some big things, you know, over the last three or four years. Yeah bought houses, bought cars, um, taking vacation, taking vacation. That's a big one. Yeah. As minimal as a vacation is people in the trades, uh, they really don't look forward to vacations. We preach it. 
take, take your, your time, time off. off. Yeah. Yes. Spend that time with your family. Get out there. And it's it's one of those things. Well, it's just it's it's just it's just a vacation or whatever. But that's one of those things is you got to plan for it. Right. It's 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 time off for both people. It could be school schedules that you have to look at. It's I mean, there's a lot of planning that goes into it. But oh, my goodness. It's the, the memories that you make. Oh, yep. it's huge. So thinking about that career, like what do you really want? That's going to help you find the company that's the right fit for you. So how do you find a great company? So thinking about, do I want a paycheck or do I want a career? When you look at different companies, there's going to be some companies that, you know, maybe they they don't bring you on as an employee and they bring you on as an independent contractor, right? So what does that mean? That means that as an independent contractor, you don't have access to benefits. Um, you, you, you probably don't have any PTO. You don't have any paid holidays. You don't have things like that. Um, you're an independent contractor, but you have some flexibility of who you can work for. So maybe you don't just work for this one contractor, but you work for maybe three or four contractors, right? Do you want a career? Do you want to be an employee somewhere to where you have a retirement plan, you have benefits, you have PTO, you have paid holidays, you're working on professional and personal goals? You know, what do you really want? And then finding that company. So look at their website. I mean, websites are huge. Travis, you spend a lot of time on reviews. Like if there's something that you're wanting to purchase or a service to use or something like that, you know, reviews are huge. Yeah, reviews are massive to me. Um, and I, I look at all platforms, not just one, all of them to see if there's a common denominator when you, you know, check them all. Yeah, absolutely. What type of company do you want to work for? Do you want to work for a five-star company? Do you want to work for a two-star company, right? You can find that online. Ask for referrals. So if you're looking at, you know, where should I go? You know, ask your neighbors, ask your family, ask somebody, you know, have you worked with, you know, say you want to get into the electrical world or, or construction or whatever. Have you had somebody remodel your basement? Were you happy with them? Hey, see if you can apply to that company, right? HVAC, same thing you know, ask like, who do you use? Who do you know? Who do you trust? Who do you have that relationship with? Because that's going to lead you in the right direction. If you have somebody that trusts this company to be in their home, they're probably a pretty darn good company to work for. Yeah. Okay. And then just keeping in mind again, paycheck versus career. Okay. All right. Do you have anything you want to add to if anybody like kind of giving advice on, you know, going into the trades or if they're thinking about it or contemplating it? Don't look as a trades as in so many words, blue collar. Mm. People look at blue collar as, oh my gosh, they're not worth anything. You're not going to make any money. And that has been the stigma, I guess, mm -hmm. for years. Um, there are people making great money in the trades. Absolutely. And I am, I am one of them. Uh, I, 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 once again, I came from literally nothing of no four-year college, had no clue what I was doing. And now where I sit, I made a great choice. But you have to put your time in. But do not look at as blue collar as something. Don't look down on blue collar. I love that. I think that's a great, I think that's a great, great piece of advice. Yeah. Yeah. And anybody can get in this. And we have a shortage. There is. You a know, massive consider shortage. the trades. Absolutely. There's a huge shortage. There's a big gap in people who are getting ready to retire and the amount of people that are going into the trades. There's a yes. big gap. And so that's, you know, that's honestly you know, from an employer standpoint, it's tough, right? Because it's tough to find is, you know, you can literally go every HVAC company out there is hiring right now, every single one. I think everybody, every business that you drive down the street has now hiring. Yes, absolutely. Like you have your pick of where you want to work, assuming that you have those things where you can fit in. And those four the we talked about earlier. Um, let's hit those again. Yep. Clean driving record. Yes. No clean, DUIs, guys. Clean drug test. Yes. Clean background check. Yes. 
and attendance. Just show up. That's it. <laughs> That's all you need, and you find the right company, and you can make a career. Yeah. And you make a career without even schooling if you want to forego that. Yeah, you absolutely can. And I think the other thing, too, to remember is in with so many companies, like you're really a part of a, a team, and your ideas matter. And so, you know, so many things that we've implemented in our business, it's not been my idea or Travis's idea. It's been one of our team members. They've said, hey, this would make our jobs a lot easier. Hey, I think the customer would really like this. Or, hey, this is a really cool app that we could look at using. And some of the things that we do that people love and they work well, it's from other people's ideas. Except the espresso machine that our guys <laughs> want. <laughs> that idea hasn't gone anywhere yet. Eh, it's not, close. It's, it's close. <laughs> so... All right, Travis. Well, thank you again so much for joining me today. I hope that that gives everybody um, some great insight on how to get into the trades, how do you know if it's the right fit for you, and how to encourage others, um, you know, if you think it might be a good fit for them, to at least entertain the idea. And those parents out there, talk to your kids about the trades to your school. It doesn't have to be for your college. That's what's been driven into everybody's heads. Mm -hmm. It's college, 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 and the trades have been literally left out of schools. Oh, they absolutely I'm talking have. high school. And even, yeah. I mean, middle school to a certain degree. But high schools, it's all about four-year. Yeah, absolutely. And then, and it is, it kind of makes you feel like if, if that isn't your avenue, it makes you feel less. Yeah. I guess. It just, it makes you feel like you've you're failed less, in some way. You're less valued. Yeah, and it's or, not or the mo- true or, or a, a, a nice salary's not there. Yeah, and that's not true either. Nope. So there's just, there's so much opportunity we can't say in enough. Correct. All right, Travis, thanks for being on with me again today. All right. You're welcome. (laughs) From LCS Heating and Cooling, I'm Renee Lucas. Thanks for joining me today on Talkin' Trades. Please subscribe for my weekly tips, advice, and real talk about your home experience. You can also find us at lcsheatingandcooling.com or on Facebook. Have an awesome day. From LCS Heating and Cooling in Indianapolis, Indiana, this is Talkin' Trades. Real talk with Renee Lucas. Be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast now and discover even more great podcasts at allindianapodcastnetwork.com.